0: So number one, forgive yourself from all the crap that you've done in the past. Number two, commit to do what you say you're going to do under any circumstances. Number three, set smaller goals and achieve them every day. So you have the habit of winning. You get in the habit of winning and you start to feel like a winner because you're winning. You know, these big goals that you don't quite hit, but everybody rationalizes and says, oh, that was close, done. Pretty good. Pretty good. No, it wasn't good. You lost. Your goal was this and you came in here. You lost. You lost. So, start lowering them a little bit and and just hitting them a lot, right? A win, a win, a win, a win. Start winning on a daily basis. Rack up the wins. That's step three. Step four, you got to get rid of all the negativity. You got to get rid of the idiots talking shit in your head, especially if it's you. That's step four. Then, step five, you have to visualize where it is you want to go. You have to understand what it looks like, what it smells like. You know, visualization works, man.
1: I'm Doug Bopes Welcome back to another episode of the Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bobst. And today on the show, I have the dynamic and charismatic Bradley. He is an entrepreneur and the founder and CEO of Lightspeed VT. Brad also is the host of the rapidly growing podcast, Dropping Bombs. He is widely known for being one of the top sales trainers on the planet and for providing no BS advice on life and business that will make you think twice about the choices that you make. Our conversation today gets into Brad's five factors that will guarantee anyone's success, as well as how to let go of old friends and create new connections. Brad also unveils his six-step process to hack and optimize your mindset so that you can become the best version of yourself. He also shares the five life gauges that you should pay attention to, and we also chat about his upcoming book, The Hard Way, and so much more. The theme of this combo revolves around choices. To get what you want in life, it boils down to the choices that you make your choices, and your responses to your circumstances can either make or break you. So hopefully this discussion inspires you to begin to choose wisely so that you can be your best and experience success. So let's get this conversation going and welcome Brad Lee to the Adversity Advantage Podcast. Brad, welcome to the podcast. Hey man, thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you taking the time to come on and you know, I've been following you for a while, and i I really enjoy watching your content because you're so real and you're you're relatable and you're you're kind of easy to not only understand but just be able to to take whatever information you kind of share from your social media and and make it applicable but have you always been this confident like people I would say now like they look at your social media and they're like, dude, this guy is funny, he's confident, he's successful, but have you always been like this
0: no you know as far as confidence, no, I had to develop that. Yeah. But, you know, growing up, I was cocky and arrogant. I wasn't right. confident. I was insecure and unsure and uncertain. You know what I mean?
1: Well, yeah. And I think you, you kind of came from humble beginnings. I felt like you, I guess, were almost given up to foster care. You barely graduated. Or you dropped out of high school and you wanted to be a movie star. So I think you did have some level of confidence. But I think from what I understand, there was a point in your life where you kind of had to rebuild that area of your life where you kind of lost yourself. And I know you have a process in what's helped you and what you help other people do and like rebuilding the way they feel about themselves. So if you could kind of like walk people through that, that would be awesome.
0: Well, yeah, but only if we don't make it sound so dramatic.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: A lot of times people are like, you know, dude, how did you cope?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like,
0: and I'm thinking to myself, dude, I dropped out of high school at 16 Any kid, I think, would like the choice at 16 to not go to school and do what he wants and have no supervision. Now, it may not be the best choice for that individual. You know, in hindsight, it worked out fine for me, but I could have ended up in a much better or a much worse situation. When you hear of somebody's background, and especially when they succeed, we're like, oh, my God that's incredible. Why is it so incredible? That's what I don't get. Why is it so incredible? Like somebody made some stupid choices, got wise, and then started making good choices. And when it boils down to it, Doug, that's what it is. Choices. Yeah. Somebody wants to make excuses instead of choices, right? Like just make choices and then you'll get better at making them if you're paying attention. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, like, I had a choice. I had a choice to say, pay the fuck attention. Or just pay attention. I chose pay attention. Why? Well because the fuck wouldn't have added any value to that statement. That's a choice. A lot of times you see me now you'll hear me say fuck, you'll be like, oh he, he made the choice to say that fuck. Yeah I did and I shouldn't have in some cases. Why? Because it added no value. Now I just you know offend certain people. Like if you want your your content to to, to be shared lower the cussing. No no one no one can share as much if if there's cussing. You know, I had people call me and be like, dude, like that last video you did was so freaking awesome. I wanted to send it to my church group, but I can't. So quit cussing. You know, you you need to be heard by more people. You should have millions of followers. And I said, listen, I was raised poor. Sometimes I get excited and drop an F-bomb or or something. But that's a long way to to say, yes, I can tell, you know, your, your question was ultimately a very simple answer, but I wanted to give you the long one. Why? Because I think as, 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 You know, we listen to podcasts like this and like mine and like, you know, any of them that have to do with success and, you know, adversity and whatnot. Everybody wants to dramatize people's past. And I think I think that's a problem. I think we should probably remember our adversity made us capable of doing what we're doing right now. So when we're when we're thinking, well, man, I'm surprised he made it with that background. That's why I made it come out.
1: But yeah, and I agree with you 100%, but I think there's a lot of people that they'll blame their past for the rest of their life sure, or why they haven't, yeah, why they won't succeed and they get in that victim mindset and it's easy to blame people. It's easy to be pessimistic. It's easy to look at somebody like you and or me or many others and be like, oh, they're just successful because they're lucky. But there's a story behind everybody. But what separates the people from who make it and don't is the choices, like you said, like I think choices can either make or break you. So like, as you look back, what were some of the most pivotal choices like you made in your life that have made you as successful as you are today?
0: You know, obviously to start, you know, my own company, you know, uh, I, I kind of made a choice to quit a three, $400,000 a year job and go build a company and risk being, you know, broke, but I was broke at three or 400,000, man. Like I literally spent all my money. So like I had nothing left. I didn't invest in shit. I made 400,000, spent 410. How's that make you rich? I was right. just broke at another level. I was just, I was just broke at a rich level. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: So, so at the end of the day, everybody's like, oh, you know, he's so successful making a half mil a year. Well, guess what? First of all, taxes take it. that, that That's a big chunk of it. And then the rest of it, dude, you're blowing and you're living in shit you, you, you can't afford technically. So I didn't do the smart thing, but doing that made me now realize, oh, I get, now I have financial literacy knowing that, okay, you take that excess, you, you still be broke, but now it's growing and paying recurring. And then some point in time, your passive income is so much that you literally can pay your bills and, 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 and live the way you want to live. From the money that you've invested, and that recurring cash flow income, that revenue pays for everything you do. That's when, in my opinion, that's when you've succeeded in life. Because you only work now when you want to. You only do things now that you want to. Okay, and to me, that's success. You know, I want to. I want to have enough money to give away abundantly and not uh, do without myself. Like, I'm not a martyr, okay? I got a big cup, but when the cup overfloweth, you know, fill up other people's cups. You know what I mean? Don't just, don't just go get another cup, you greedy bastard. Give, like help people. When I started it all, I started it, you know, to multimillionaire, but it was still a risk. So I'd say that was a risk or a chance that I took. Dude, I took a thousand chances in life. And, and in fact, when I'm talking to people, I tell people, you know, the five factors to guarantee success. I don't use guarantee a lot, but I'll guarantee success if the five factors are followed. And the first factor of the five is you got to take a chance, man. You got to take a chance. If you don't take a chance, man, you're going to work for someone who did end a story. So you got to take a chance. So If more people took chances, dude, there'd be more successes. People are too worried about what other people think, right? They're worried about, you know, what if I fail? What if my dad's right? What if my mom's right? What if my wife's right? What if my husband's right? Like, you know, what if this happens and that happens and I look stupid? Ultimately, it boils down to they care about what other people think. They just need to take a chance. Step two, they got to solve problems. Most people avoid problems. You literally wake up in the morning avoiding problems. There's phone calls, bill collectors. You know, if that's happening, you, you avoid those calls. People avoid those problems. Okay. And, 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 and you should face problems. So solve problems. Get really good at it. You know, get really good at solving problems, man. That alone will make you incredibly valuable to the world, society, humanity. Like just be a problem solver, just be solution oriented you want to make a million dollars, solve a million problems. Okay. Or a one big one, you know, step four, you got to continue to learn, man. You got to seek new information on a regular basis. You got to train your ass off. But before the fourth one, which is train your ass off, it's the third one that most people miss make adjustments. Okay. They're so laser focused on what they want to do that they won't make adjustments. So you get that feedback and you make those adjustments and then Four is train your ass off. You got to do, you got to learn something new every single day. See, if you want to get something else, you got to do something else, right? So in order to do something else, you have to change your belief because the reason you choose what you choose and you behave like you behave is because you believe what you believe. And the only way to change your belief is to get a new belief, which is, is requiring new information. You know what I mean? For sure. You got to get new information on a daily basis. That's the only way to change your beliefs, which will then change your actions. And, and that what will change your results. Because if you want something else, you know, you want something different, you got to do something different. And then five is outdo yesterday. See, too many people want to compare themselves to everybody else. And and you really should worry more, more about preparing, you know. Compete with yourself. Look at yesterday. Did you outdo yesterday? You know, are you better than yesterday? Did you improve in any way? Look at yesterday and compare yourself to yesterday and outdo yesterday. And now you've got the five factors for guaranteed success, dude. Take a chance. Get really good at solving problems. Okay. Make adjustments along the way. Listen to feedback, learn your ass off and outdo the day before. You apply that shit, bro. You're done. Guaranteed success.
1: Boom. No, I, I agree 100%. That was, that was awesome. And, and I know, I, I think one of the other things that you talk a lot about is like the inner, your inner circle. I saw you make a post, I think it was maybe last week or a few days ago about, about fake friends. And I think a lot of people, they, they struggle with surrounding themselves with, with the right people. So, what role has having the right people in your life played and who you are today?
0: Well, I don't know that I have all the right people in my life. Otherwise, I'd be a billionaire. I'm still, I'm still making new relationships, new friends. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the right people in my life, but I think what's more important is I don't have the idiots in my life. Like I get rid of negative people. I get rid of pessimists. I get rid of, you know, the, the world is doomy and gloomy bullshit. I get (whistles) dust them. Now that could be a family member too. It really doesn't matter to me. Like if you're a negative uh, pessimist, I'm not hanging around you and I'm really not going to talk to you much, but that's important that everybody you know, understands the realest people. And, 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 you know, I think the realest people out there, they don't have many people in their circle. Like they don't have many friends. I have a lot of friends, but very few real friends. And to me, the difference is real friends. Like a real friend is not just a friend that we call a friend today. And what's funny is you can identify a real friend because they wouldn't be talking shit about you ever, right? They'd be supporting you in everything you do. They'd be encouraging you to try and step out and take a chance and grow and develop and learn and, you know, be happy, right? That's what, they fe- that's what it feels like. So now think back to all the friends and people in your life, family or otherwise, that are talking shit. You talk shit, you're not a friend. And, and if you're not a friend, you shouldn't be around me. So i cut your ass off real quick. Like, but when you say I've got all the right people, you got to have to, you have to have all the right people in your life. I think it's more important to keep out the wrong people.
1: I agree. No, you're, you're so right. And I think a lot of people, they, they feel like guilty letting go of old friends. I mean, you see that I, I I've heard that, you know, and even from my own personal experience, that the hardest thing of one of the hardest things of, of when you stop using drugs and alcohol is letting go of the old friends because of the connections you've built along the way. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, who do you want to be? Do you want to be the person that wishes you did it? Or do you want to be the person that actually did, did it and is thankful like years, like years from now? You know, at the end of the day, one of the hardest things for people is, is letting go of how do you let go of the wrong people and then find new people to add into your life without experiencing dude, loneliness?
0: Dude, listen, we don't need anybody. Okay? Worry about needs, bro. Survival is your first instinct and should be. Like fucking live, dude. Worry yeah. about that. Don't worry about fucking loneliness. Like what, you know, you're not stuck in a cave all by yourself for years, dude. That's lonely and like, you know, solitary confinement, you know, for a year in prison, like fucking that's fucking lonely. And it, you can you can get psychologically warped from loneliness, but dude, getting rid of a few idiot friends, you'll have a couple more idiot friends in a week, you know, like like go out, introduce yourself, shake hands, hang out at a bar, go to a library, go to the park, read a book, walk a, walk a dog, you know, like live, you know, drop in a Facebook group, make a comment, shoot someone a DM, compliment people, finding people, meeting people and growing your network is a matter of shaking hands. And the more hands you shake, the more money you make, period. That's a formula any dipshit out there that's not making a lot of money right now just remember dude more more hands you shake more money you make how many hands are you shaking dog so you know i didn't say i didn't say you shouldn't you know meet idiots like just go out and meet people man smile be happy yeah, be, dude there's no shortage of people to meet you lonely you ain't lonely dude sometimes when hosts ask me questions, I always think to myself, dude, it's the host asking that question, which means, dude, poor Doug's lonely. Like, what's <laughs> why are you lonely, bro?
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not lonely. I think part of it, I'm just thinking of what the, pe- the excuses that people make.
0: I'm just busting your balls, dude. Listen, no, there, there, there is definitely loneliness. I've been lonely. People get lonely. I'm just basically making a joke out of it because, come on, dude, loneliness, like we got to decide what the fuck we want. Right. Okay, you want you want to be wealthy, but I don't want to be lonely. Right. Like, dude, pick. It's a choice. OK, pick. You don't want to be lonely. OK, you want to hang around idiots for 25 years because you hung around them 25 years. That's your logic. You just want to hang around the idiot because you've been hanging around the idiot for 25 years. Where'd you get in 25 years? Folk, nowhere. Exactly. Because you were hanging around the fucking idiot. Clip the idiot and get rich or don't clip the idiot. I don't care. So at the end of the day, people got to realize, man, it's just a choice. And then when it comes to I'll be lonely, the reason you think you're lonely is because you don't have a relationship with yourself. And when people say, "Brad, you're," you know, I do hear that I'm that I'm confident a lot, and people are like, "How do you get that confidence?" And I'm thinking, I don't necessarily know I have a confidence. I think I have certainty. What's my certainty, Doug? I'm a good dude that can help you, and I know I can help you in a million ways. So I don't walk into the room going, "Oh." there's Doug, maybe, you know, I wonder if he's going to, you know, I don't, I, you know, what's up, Doug? What's cracking, dude? Right. Because dude, I can help you. I'm a value. I'm walking into any relationship, adding value to that relationship.
1: Okay. And then, so with that said, like, what are some ways that if somebody maybe isn't as successful as somebody else, maybe somebody who's listening to this wants to get in bigger circles, yeah. how can, how can they find their value to be able to do that in a way where you're not coming across as trying to take something from that person.
0: Well, again, dude, you can't control what other people think. So don't worry about trying to figure out what, how, how to, you know, not let them feel a certain way. Fuck them. Like just fucking go do it, dude. Like I don't try to sit here and figure out when I walk into the room, how can I make them not feel this particular way? You can't make someone not feel anything or feel anything, dude. Like you're Mm -hmm. wasting your time even trying to control that. You can't control that. Like, dude, worry about shit you can control. Like, isn't that enough? You want to worry about shit you can't control too? Like, dude, let's figure out how to get control of ourselves and our emotions and our thoughts first, okay? And then if we can master that, then let's go try to figure out how to control other people. (laughs) I'm on fire today, Doug.
1: You're on fire. I think you'd be a billionaire if you could figure out the magic trick to controlling other people too. I mean, I think that's what everybody...
0: Unfortunately,
1: well, not, yeah, people, lock, bro. yeah, you. that's what people want, but it's just it's it's not possible. I think the other thing too that that people struggle with is selling themselves because they're like, oh, I'm not a salesperson, and yes, I'm you not, are, though. You know, yes, I know, are. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know that we all are sales people. We're all selling ourselves, right? So. Period. So when so,
0: someone says, I'm, "I hate sales," I'm not in sales. I'm not a very good salesperson. All you're saying is you're not a very good person.
1: Or you're not confident in yourself to be able to sell who you actually are or communicate who you actually are and what you value about yourself
0: would mean that you don't think you're a very good person. Right, right. If I said describe a really cool dude and you describe a really cool dude and you're not that dude, dude, you got problems. Right, right. You know, if I, you know, you want to strive to be the person that you think is the best person. So, so if you, if I say, you know, describe the coolest dude in the world and you're like, you know, this dude, you know, Hey, he's got a house in Italy and he drives Ferraris on windy roads and he's always got a hot chick. And, And then you look at your life and you're not doing that. Well, then dude, go get that. Like, go get that. Like, well, I can't drive Ferraris on windy roads. There's the problem. You just said the problem. You can't do it. Okay. So, so. Stop thinking that way, man. That's your mindset. Listen to me. You can do it. The question is how? What needs to happen? That's it. And then figure it the fuck out. And then execute, which is where most people fail. Execute on the work that it takes. You ain't going to do the work. 90% of the people that raise their hand and say they want to be rich, they don't want to do the work. Like they, they, they're they just saying they want to be rich. They, they're just saying they want to, you know, I wish I had my own business where I, you know, was successful. And dude, listen, there's a lot of times where you're paying everybody in the company, but you don't get anything. Oh, okay. Well, what, how long you want to deal with that? Well, dude, there's people that are like, shit, I ain't dealing with that again. Well then just stay cozy right, right where you are. There's nothing wrong with being a cozy settler, you know? Don't, don't worry, Doug, you can be a settler. Like, dude, be a cozy settler. I just made up something. I'm going to write that down. You're going to start seeing that on social media.
1: A cozy dude. settler. I like it.
0: Dude, if you want to be a cozy settler, meaning you just want to, you know, Hey, you don't want to struggle. You don't want to freaking take a chance. You just, you like safety and comfort. You just get cozy right there and settle for what you got. No problemo. Settle for what's coming. You know, Hey, what's coming. I don't know, but I'm good with it. See, I'd rather have confidence in my ability to get whatever I want and or need because I can. And so could you. And so can anyone listening to this unless their mindset's messed up, then they cannot. And that's no matter what, no matter what coach they listen to, no matter what. So guess what that tells you? The key to the individual lies with the individual. I can't make that individual believe me. I can't make that individual do anything the only, the individual can make that choice and make that happen because nobody can take your thoughts, dude, Agreed. at least, at least to the to, up till today, with all these, with all these crazy things going on, who knows pretty, pretty soon mind control will be part of it. But right now, I don't think your, your thoughts can be stolen from you. you nobody can control them. So you can, and that's, that's the power, tough. dude. I get to control my mind and my mind literally well first of all it's connected to the universal totality of minds meaning there is an infinite intelligence and your mind is connected to it now oh it's, he's getting fluffy okay keep fucking cracking beers after work and making fucking 60 grand I don't care but it's true that our minds and but and we are all, all connected so are all all of our minds are connected. And if you can tap into it and understand you know that this is real shit, all you do is freaking make a choice, figure out how, and do the work. Boom. Boom. Get anything you want in life.
1: I love it. And I love what you said about mindset. That's def- definitely what sets people apart from those who experience success and those who don't. It's just what they believe in themselves. It's just what they believe 100%. about the world or if they think everyone's out to get them or if they think things are happening for them and, and not to them. Well, say somebody comes to you and it's like, hey, Brad, my mindset right now just absolutely sucks and I want to change it. What are some things they can do? We will get you back to this episode of the Adversity Advantage in just one second. But first, wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Legion. If you're anything like me, you only take the best of the best when it comes to supplements. And you're always looking for those that are also backed by science, use natural sweeteners and fully transparent with their ingredients. This is why I love the products at Legion, which is also the number one all-natural sports supplement company in the world. I currently am enjoying their vanilla plant protein, which goes into a post-workout smoothie after I work out, or it acts as a quick snack while on the run or between clients and interviews. I think we can all agree that 2021 is a year that we need to make health a priority, which is also why I consistently take their Triumph multivitamin and immune support to ensure that I am doing everything I can to feel my best. So if you want to follow my lead and take the best supplements around that have free shipping and 100% money back guarantee, go to buylegion.com forward slash Doug and use code Doug to get 20% off your first order. Again, it's buylegion.com forward slash Doug and use code Doug at checkout. Now back to the show.
0: Well, number one, I think most people, are going to have ebbs and flows and days where they're pumped and days where they're lower. So I would tell that individual to, you know, understand number one, that we're going to have ebbs and flows. We're all human. So maybe you're not, you know, feeling like that right now. You're just in an ebb or a flow. So number one, you have to really build up your discipline by understanding that like consistency builds character. Okay. Okay. So number one, forgive yourself from all the crap that you've done in the past. Number two, commit to do what you say you're going to do under any circumstances. Number three, set smaller goals and achieve them every day. So you have the habit of winning. You get in the habit of winning and you start to feel like a winner because you're winning. You know, these big goals that you don't quite hit, but everybody rationalizes and says, oh, that was close, done. Pretty good. Pretty good. No, it wasn't good. You lost. Your goal was this and you came in here. You lost. You lost. So start lowering them a little bit and and just hitting them a lot, right? A win, a win, a win, a win. Start winning on a daily basis. Rack up the wins. That's step three. Step four, you got to get rid of all the negativity. You got to get rid of the idiots talking shit in your head, especially if it's you. Now, if you've done that, if you've forgiven yourself for all the past bullshit, you committed to do what you say you're going to do. You started racking up the wins after 30, 60, 90 days, people start talking shit. They don't like how you're acting. Bam, you get rid of them. That's step four. Then step five, you have to visualize where it is you want to go. You have to understand what it looks like, what it smells like. You know, visualization works, man. They've visualized practicing free throws and and improved just as good as the team that practice free throws. There's people that have envisioned playing a golf course and went out on that golf course and shot it like a 72, like unbelievable. And they've never been there before. And they aren't golfers. So visualization has been scientifically proven. So every day you have to visualize where it is you want to go in order to figure, visualize it. You have to figure it out. Right. Yeah. So you create, you create a map as to where you want to go, where, where, what is success to you? Cause most people don't even know what it looks like. It, it's vague, but, but not detailed dude. You ain't going to get it unless you detail down what success looks like. And then, visualize it every single day. That's step five. And then six, seek new information every day, read books, man, get smarter, become more valuable to the world and yourself every day. You should be seeking new information. You do those six things for the next 120 days. You're not going to have a depression problem. You're not going to, you're not going to have a confidence problem. You're not going to have any kind of problem other than you're going to start being a little bit more aggravated, that you've wasted all this time sulking and you know sleeping or whatever walking around in a slumber being lonely like dude i don't have time to be lonely and quite frankly dude i like being alone why well because then i can think i can watch billions i can do whatever i want no kids no wife no freaking relatives no employees no freaking phone calls no friends no nobody just by myself chilling like a villain. If if that bothers you as an individual, it's probably cuz you don't know yourself very well. You know, I already know, dude, that ain't gonna last. Trust me, I'm gonna enjoy this silence. I'm gonna enjoy being lonely. Okay, so that's how you correct that. Your other question, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you guys the five what I call life gauges. Mm. Now, these life gauges I've developed over the years have helped me figure shit out when no one was there to help me or I didn't realize I was, you know, I wasn't I wasn't as smart as I am today. Then, so I didn't know to reach out and get someone else to answer the question. Like I thought I had to learn everything the hard way. But the life gauges were developed to kind of just map it out as you're driving down the road. You know, you look at your dashboard. Shit's going wrong with your car. You look at the dashboard real quick, don't you? you know, what's going on? Let me check the oil. Is, is there gas? What's happening? What's going on right now? There's lights on. What's up? Now. These life gauges are the same thing. If you're having a problem, you check them one after the other. Okay, there's five. You ready for them? Let's go. Well, maybe I'll save those for another podcast some other day. All right, all right. By the way, I just open looped you. That's an open loop. If we shut down the podcast right now, your listeners would be seeking me out with the open loop. You ever heard of that?
1: I think so. And is it in the context of of selling where now I have an open loop to come back to you and say hey when are we going to do that other podcast to talk about those five factors or is it for them to say hey I want those five factors and maybe you hit them with an email and they you get them on your email list or something.
0: Well, those are good reasons and close. Yes. Okay. I, an open loop like as human beings, you know, we want to close we want to answer questions. We want to answer things. We want the answers to things. And so when you give someone a a question or a puzzle, dude, as human beings, we want to solve that. We want to answer it. So if I open loop you, it means you want to close that loop as a human being. You know, so when I tell you, here's five factors, actually, let's do it on the next call. That open loop will cause whoever is listening to like seek (laughs) me out. So it's a, it's a thing. And I was just joking. I'll tell you right now, we still got time, right? Yeah, we got time. Yeah, no, I was just going to throw out the, uh, the open loop on you. But the first one is your mindset. That's the gauge, okay? Think of it like a series of M's, okay? The first one is mindset. Is it your mindset? Is that the problem? And this is if you can't, if you're not getting where you want to be, this is what you need to do. Go to the M gauge. Check it out. Is it your mindset? Is it your belief system? Is it your Is it your freaking beliefs? Because if your beliefs are wrong, dude, you're not going anywhere. So that's the first gauge that you check your mindset. Then, then you, the second one is your map. Like, are you, do you know where you're going? You know how to get there? Like, like, do you, do you not have a map? Is there a problem with your map? If there's no problem with your map, you move on to the next one. Motion. Is there a problem with your motion? Well, what's motion? Your emotion your, your, your motion motion, like what movements are you making? What steps are you taking? What action is, is, is happening? Because maybe you're not taking the right actions. That's your motion gauge. Are, you, are, are your motions, your actions in order? If, if your motions and actions are in order, then you go to the next one. The next one, let's, which is an M, an M gauge is your money. Now, most people think, well, if my money's not right, I look at my M gauge. No, you don't look at the money gauge if your money's not right. Okay, you look at your mindset. You always go to the mindset first. If your money's low, it might be your mindset. It might be up here. It's not your money gauge. Your money gauge is what are you doing with the money that you're making? Because a lot of times people like me make a lot of money, but they don't invest it right. And they're literally 20 years later, broke. And that's not what your goal is, right? Your goal is to get wealthy. Your goal is to get rich. Your goal is to become successful, you know, get you know, get in a situation where you're freaking solid. Well, that's the money gauge. So, you, did I cover all five? First one is your mindset. Then you got to go to your map to see if you're really there. Then you got to go to your motions to see if there are motions. Then no, no, I'm sorry. Four is your measurements. I missed measurements. What are you measuring? Because you might be measuring something that isn't correct. And if you don't measure it, you don't manage it. And that might be the problem. So the measurements, like your analytics, your, your, your metrics, and then step five is your money. The last box is the money box. And the money box is what are you doing with the money that you're making? Because if you do the mindset shit right, and you got your map down and you got your motions down, your habits and your and your activities, and you got your freaking measurements popping, dude, you're, you're going to be making money. So the only reason you look at your money box is if you're making money, but you're not growing, you're not getting richer. You're just making more money. Every time you make more money, you, you spend more. And pretty soon, yeah, you're making 20 grand a month, 30 grand a month, but you're spending 20 grand a month, 30 grand a month. Taxes get snatched. You spend the rest of it. And guess what you got? Nothing. nothing. Zero. Nothing. And, and 10 years later, you got a nice truck got a nice crib you guys drink a lot of beer on the weekends fourth of july you got a hell of a firework display for the neighborhood yeah you go fishing like everybody's like you know hey man these they they living dude they're living comfortable for a minute but what if that income stops what if a covid pandemic hits and you got to go home for a little while what if what if there's you know nefarious individuals in the world trying to pull some crazy shit. So like now you can't really help that, can you? Well, you should have been doing this the whole time. Well, should have, would have, could have, right? So what do we do? We look at that money box at the end and we say, listen, where is our money going? Because if you start to track your money, Doug, you'll start to realize, holy shit, man, I'm not rich because I enjoy dirt bike riding. And when someone will be like, well, what do you mean by that? That's bullshit. Dude, you can argue if you want to, but if you have zero money left over, if you have zero discretionary income to invest, you're, you're what's called stuck in the rat race. You understand that?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: See, people, don't, people don't grasp financial literacy very much. Everybody had to trade their time for money. And the smart ones took their money and bought back their time. Mm, See, I love that. And now, and now they've got more time to make more money. Then they make more money and they buy back their time. Now they got more time to make more money. See, so it's like people that are stuck, they're, they're trading their time for money and then they're trading their money for a bunch of bullshit. They're not trading their money for things that give them more money. Like, like, like go buy a car that you love and put it on Turo. For mm. for for twenty days out of the month, so you get a free car for ten days that you love, and you make two thousand dollars a month on that car. See the difference? Yeah. What yeah. do people do? They just go buy the nice car like a dumbass, <laughs> and they drive around in a nice car, but they got no money for it. If something were to happen and their job ended, like like, and by the way, when can you do that? When when you have enough. Like another, what's enough? Well, dude, in my in my book. Like if you can't invest 20% of your earned income, you need to get in a position where you can Right Now you got two ways of doing that. You can make more or you can quit spending so much. Pick mm-hmm. one, but you gotta, you gotta do one of them, bro.
1: For sure. And, and you're going to love this. Cause I think, I think people spend money on dumb things just out of loneliness, right? I think people are so uncomfortable being by themselves that they'd rather go out and spend money getting drunk with a bunch of friends they might not like, or might not really enjoy spending time with, but they don't want to spend time by themselves or they, they they're feeling lonely or having a low self-worth and they want to go out and buy the Ferrari or buy the Lambo or whatever to feel good about them. So I go on and on with the, the example. So that's why it's so good to be comfortable spending time by yourself because you, it's a lot better to be alone by choice than to feel lonely hanging out with a bunch of people that you just don't see eye to eye with, that you just know are not in your best interest.
0: Dude, you know, what's funny is like, when does this drop this episode?
1: Probably within the next week or two. You know, it might be too late. No,
0: I, October 9th and 10th, I'm doing an event here in my training center, my private training center here in Las Vegas. You got confidence, habits, skill sets, and mindset. That's what we're covering for two days to make everybody those foundational, you know, practitioners in those four key areas. Because if you have the mindset you need, you have the habits and you know how to form and break habits and you know which habits to form and, and, and just will take you far just with habits. OK, and then and then the confidence and then the skill set. What skills do you need in 2021 that will literally make you seven figures a year off a laptop? of sitting back on your ass enjoying life again like dude everyone doesn't have to have billions and everyone doesn't doesn't need all that money to be happy but they do need a little more than they're making and they do need a little more than they've got right how do they get it dude i'm going to tell them the exact skill sets there's five if you have these five skill sets and you can master them and you can't because you just learn it You're like it's just like going to school you just learn these skill sets Boom, dude. You're making seven figures almost guaranteed. So that's October 9th and 10th, dude. Offer it to your folks and and, uh, shit. I mean, if you have a bunch of listeners, dude, it'll sell out right there because there's only going to be 50 tickets available. All I'm saying is these are what we talked about today is literally these four things, right? Yeah. So listen, I'm glad I got a chance to freaking speak to your listeners a little bit. I hope I hope they understand what I'm saying because there might be people going, "Well, dude loneliness is real and all this bullshit? Yeah, well, so is what I'm saying
1: Okay, and I, I'm glad you said that because again, like that is an excuse a lot of people use when they're trying to break free of old people in their life, and dude, you
0: don't you' listen, you don't you don't break free, you choose, it's just a
1: choice, right.
0: But like, I want people to hear me talking to you and and, and and take it for themselves because there are literally people, miserable, depressed, and lonely. When in reality, dude, it's just a choice and it's yours to make, so just make it. And if you don't want to make it, because you really do feel like it's you know killing you, well, dude, you shouldn't do that. You, you shouldn't make yourself miserable. Make yourself happy. If being around fucking someone that puts you down makes you happy, then go be put down, man. You know, but, but, but the key is to be happy, right? It's not about money and and what other people consider success. What, what matters is that you're happy.
1: Yeah. And if you're
0: happy getting shit on from your friends, well then get continue to get shit on by all means, don't break free. But if you do, if you do want to fucking break free and you do want to fucking start winning and fucking making life easy remember this it's just a choice and it's yours to make yeah by the way like you know sometimes people people mistake negative get rid of the guy with with ball busting like dude i got friends that we bust each other's balls all the time oh yeah but when it boils down to it dude you know you know if 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 you're my friend and and you're down and out in Beverly Hills and you're talking negative, I'm going to stop you. Like, I'm going to be like, dude, stop, you know, dude, I'll eliminate you. That's how I know all my friends are good because, dude, I'll get rid of the bad ones. Like, if you're a negative pessimistic motherfucker and you're my friend, I'm going to sit there and be your friend and I'm going to freaking get you to snap out of it and I'm going to coach you and tell you and stop you. And, you know, after, let's say, a week of me trying – And me saying good, intelligent shit that usually is all you need. Like, whoever's listening to this podcast, Doug, I don't know. I've never listened to your other one. I'm going to go listen because I like the subject matter. But now that I know, I'm going to go listen. But if you listen to this episode alone, it's worth millions of dollars if that's what you're looking for. Hmm. So make sure you share it out.
1: I I love the open loop there. Or the half open loop, or whatever that was. But yeah. so, la- last thing I, w- I want to ask you about is you've got this book, The Hard Way, right? Yes. That, that's coming out soon. You can I think you can pre order a signed copy now for a limited time. And essentially, like it's these these hard lessons you've learned through your life, and you're trying to help people not make the same mistakes you did. So, if you could maybe create an open loop with the listeners, like what is one or two of the hardest lessons that you learned that you highlight in this book? that you want the listeners to really take in,
0: you know, the ability to get what you want in life is a choice. And, you know, if you read the book, you know, I talk a little bit more deeply in what we're talking about right now, because it really boils down to a choice. But, you know, I think patience. people, a lot of times people say we should have patience. I'm telling you, patience is not a good thing. Um, You, you know, lying, cheating, act, fake it till you make it, whatever. That's not a good thing. So, I mean, I've got my chapter titles like, you know, don't lie, never lie, you know, never complain. Cause when you complain, you're an idiot. You're just a straight idiot because you're complaining about shit you control. And people then say, I don't control, I don't control it. You do control it. So it as if someone walks up and punches me in the face, well, I can't control that. Dude, if someone walks up and punches in your face, can you control how you react to that? Mm. Yes or no? Yes. Then you control the outcome, don't you? You do. Because it's not the action that matters. It's the reaction. Mm. And for every action, there is a reaction. Like that's a universal law, dude. You're going to learn it one way or the other. You're going to learn it the hard way like I did, or you're going to learn it the easy way by learning it from me learning it. And let me tell you something, for every action, there is a reaction, period. Period. So when, so when you start to realize that, that that's going deeper into these lessons that I learned hard and, and people just don't say them the right way. So literally people are walking around. They already know this stuff. They just don't understand it. And that's the problem. So literally 20 lessons, you know, be yourself, the authenticity, you know, win, win situations, ethics. You know, I talk about, you know, learning to sell, learn to sell clothes and persuade. Dude, I wouldn't be where I am if I, if I wasn't able to sell clothes and persuade people. There's a technique to it, it's very easy. I teach it at closer school. It's like you get good at closing, selling, persuading, and, and stop running from it, saying, I don't like salespeople. Well, yes, you do. You are one. So at the end of the day, get good at it because the difference between good salespeople and bad salespeople are the bad ones don't know they're doing it. So as soon as you acknowledge that you're doing it whether you like it or not and then you go get good at it well now you become very good at sales closing and persuasion and dude your life opens up opportunities are everywhere then you get your mindset right. So there's 20 of these in that book and it's just going through telling you you know here's the shit you're going to learn anyway and you better you better freaking learn it now and apply it now to guarantee that you know I'm going to save you some pain and agony and heartache and time.
1: Hmm. I love it. And you know you brought up a really good point in the you can't control what happens to you but you can sure as heck control how you respond and that essentially is what this podcast is about. It's that adversity doesn't break people, it's how you respond. So Brad Lee man this has been fun. If people want to find out more about you, if they want to pre-order the book, where can they do that?
0: Dude, you can listen Bradley.com is probably the best, but that's L E A Bradley.com. Cause it's going to keep you up to date on everything I'm doing. You know, I've, I'm an entrepreneur. I've got, you know, RV dealerships. I've got, you know, consulting and, and lead sources. So, so Bradley.com I'd say, but you can follow, you can find me on social media or, or just go to Bradley.tv. I just launched that like go subscribe or share, or just freaking watch some of the content and tell me what you think of it.
1: Yeah. I'll make sure to plug all your stuff in the show notes and guys go follow him, especially. I I like to watch you on Instagram. Your short little videos are just hilarious. I'm always like laughing because I'm like, he's always saying like what people are already thinking. He just says it. And I think we need more of that in the world.
0: Do do, do I follow you back yet?
1: I don't think so. No, it's all right. Tag
0: tag me on this or something. So I'll hit y'all follow you back.
1: All right. And then we'll roast each other on social media.
0: Yeah. And then dude, if you ever get out to Vegas, I'll have you on dropping bombs. I want to get, I want to get a little bit into your turmoil.
1: (laughs) I'd love to do it, man. I'd love to. This has been awesome. I will make sure to tag all your stuff in the show notes and I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you taking the time.
0: Dude, you rock. I appreciate you, man. Keep powering it out. I appreciate you putting up these podcasts. Hopefully you get everything you're looking for in life, man, but I'll be watching you. As soon as you tag me, I'll follow you back, man. And then let me know if you're in Vegas.
1: I will. I'll shoot your team an email and I'll just see if you can set something up and I'll get out there. I've never been to Vegas. So you'll have to show me around.
0: Come on. Well, oh. I wouldn't go that far, dog. I'll, I'll
1: buy you dinner. I'll buy you dinner at your favorite restaurant.
0: All right, man. Talk soon. Peace. Thanks for having me.
1: You got it. See ya. see ya. So what I'd like y'all to do, you know, if you've enjoyed this episode is, is to share it and to tag Brad, tag myself with a takeaway. Maybe it was something that he said about his, his journey. Maybe it was something that he said about sales and selling. Maybe it was something that he said about building confidence. Maybe it was something he said about loneliness. Whatever it was, tag him, tag myself. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear what your biggest takeaways were. And once again, we thank you for listening to this episode of The Adversity Advantage. I'm your host, Doug Bobst, and we'll see you next time.